Hello, my friends. Welcome to the Northfield Podcast, where faith, family, and culture all collide with a biblical worldview. Your host for the Northfield Podcast is me, Caleb Gordon. Thank you so much for taking time out of your schedule to be a part of this broadcast today. Sit back and relax, and let's dive in together. Hello, my friends. Welcome to the Northfield Podcast. So excited to be with you guys this week. As always, I want to say thanks to our friends at Outpost Coffee for providing us with incredible caffeinated beverages. You do not want to miss out. Fall is here. Be a fantastic pick-me-up uh, to start your morning out. Check them out at outpostcoffeeco.com. Okay, so what what do we need to be doing as believers? Like the world in which we live in, it's, it's, it's a weird one. It's a crazy world. Every day it seems to get a little stranger. There seems to be more intenseness. There seems to be more darkness. There seems to be the proverbial, you know, falling off the edge of the cliff. And what is our response? Do we need to get massively neck deep in politics? Maybe. Um, do we need to be um, social justice warriors? Eh, probably not. What are we as Christians to be doing? Well, Deuteronomy chapter 6 gives us the clear, distinct layout for what we should be doing as followers of the Lord Jesus Christ. It starts in verse 5 of Deuteronomy chapter 6. You shall love the Lord your God with your heart, all your heart, not just your heart, with all all of your heart and with all of your soul and with all of your might. And these words that I have commanded you today shall be on your heart and you shall teach them diligently to your children and you shall talk of them and you should when you sit in your house, when you walk by the way and when you lie down and when you rise up. What should we be doing as Christians? This is it. This is the first thing you do is you love the Lord your God with all of your heart, not just part of it. You're not halfway committed. You're not partially committed. You're not a fourth of the way committed. All of your heart is committed to loving God. And then not only your all of your heart, all of your mind, your soul, that means your mind is the word suke, which means your mind. And then with everything in you, all your vigor, all your might, all your ethos i guess you could say <laughs> everything about you is to love the lord your god with everything all the chips in all the eggs in that basket is that christ is to be loved christ is to be pronounced as the majestic omniscient uh, infinite one that is to be worshiped he is the one that we look to he is the one that we get excited about he is the one that we are head over heels in love with. You shall love the Lord your God with all of your heart, all of your soul, and with all of your might. That's the thing that we should be doing as Christians. And then not only that, look what he says in verse 6. And these words that I've commanded you, what words? The words that he just said. To love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, and all your might. So these words that I've commanded you today, they shall be on your heart. These should be, that idea should be tattooed on your heart. And you shall teach them diligently to your children. So diligently, you should 
talk to your children about these things. What things are that? Those three things of loving the Lord your God. And when we love the Lord Jesus Christ with everything we've got, like we're not going to be concerned about the, the rotting corpse of decaying morality in the world in which we live because we're so focused on seeing Christ made much of and we're so enthralled with the idea of loving Christ above everything else. Like we're not going to be cons- like we're not going to be worried about politics because in our in what we're doing we're going to affect politics because we're going to be raising up children that are going to be in love with the Lord Jesus Christ in love with the commands of God in love with the with the church of God because if you're loving the Lord your God this way you're going to love what he loved and what did he love he loved the church you're going to be committed and all in to the church and not only that you're going to teach these things to your children and this is how you're going to do it what is the verse 7 verse 7 says you teach this diligently think about the word diligent like you're all in like you're faithfully memorizing and engrafting what God's called you to do you diligently teach this to your children like it's a way of life for your kids it's a way of life for your family. And you should talk about them when you sit in your house and when you walk by the way and when you lie down and when you rise up. That's literally every aspect of your day. When you wake up, when you sit down, when you eat, when you walk around the place, when you do things, when you have conversations with your kids, you talk about the things of Jesus. You talk about Jesus with your kids. And then in verse 8, it keeps going. It says, you shall bind them as a sign on their hands. And they shall be as fauntlets between your eyes. Now, Orthodox Jews used to take, or still to this day, they wear hats and they have little things that hang down in front. You know what those little boxes are? The little fauntlets that are on the, in those boxes? Those are scriptures. They, they put miniature scriptures as a helpful reminder that I need to think about God's word. And not only that, then it says, you shall write them in verse nine, you shall write them on the doorpost of your house and on your gates. This means God's word is everywhere in your house. You put God's word up in your house, in the decor- in the decorations, in the, in the creative way you decorate your house, use God's word as a decoration. I'm telling you, this is going to transform culture when we begin at home. The reason the culture has fallen apart, the reason the nation has fallen apart is because the home has fallen apart. Because we have fathers and mothers who are refusing to teach their children to love the Lord your God with all their heart, with all their soul, with all their might. We we sort of kind of just throw it at them partially. It's not part of the everyday conversation. We give our kids screens and we give our kids access into these screens and into these televisions and into everything that they want to watch and do. And then we don't do anything about getting outside, talking about nature, talking about God's creation, um, and talking about how God created and cultivated them and the nature around them. And to teach them that we are to love God because he loved us first. We're not doing that. But that, that's why the nation's falling apart. And Satan knew that. Like, this didn't happen overnight. It's taken decades. It's taken decades. We've taken Christ out of the home. And we've, in, in essence, thrown our kids into an education system that is godless as well. And they have no reinforcement of what God is at home or in the schools. And so because of that, when they get... 20, 30 years old, they become atheists. Why? Because they were raised in an atheistic system for the most part. They didn't have parents at home that were teaching them things of God. They didn't say, They didn't have parents that said, okay, every single day we're going to talk about this. And let me just, I'm not pointing fingers because I'm guilty. I need to repent too because I've not been doing what I need to do. I need to, as a father, do the same thing. 
you and I, we need to do the exact same thing. We need to get alone before God. We need to be present with God. We need to love him with everything. And we need to teach our children diligently to love Christ with everything that they've got. Because when they do that, they're going to follow Christ. And when you, when God gets your heart, when the Lord Jesus gets your heart, he's going to get your behaviors. Don't try to curb the behavior. Oh, don't cuss. Don't drink. Don't do these things. No, you need to say, Christ owns my heart. And so because Christ owns my heart, I want to pursue him. I want to love him. I want to know him. I want to be dedicated to what he was dedicated to. What was Christ? What is Christ dedicated to? His church. If Christ is dedicated to the church, then why in the world are you not dedicated to the church? You got no excuses as to why you can't be. We need to be dedicated to what Christ is dedicated to. He's dedicated to his word, he's dedicated to his glory, and he's dedicated his, to his church. We need to be dedicated to those things too. Well, how do we do that? This is how we start. Loving the Lord your God with everything that's in us. Our hearts, our minds, and our spirits. Everything. All of us need to be that are in Christ need to be all in. And these words that we command him, then we teach them to our children. So it's a generational thing. Grandpa, grandma, teaching, and then mom and dad, teaching, and then the children receiving, and then that generationally starts over again. And then when they have kids, they teach. And just boom, 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 boom. And within a few decades, guess what? There's revival. There's reformation. There's transformation because we took God's word seriously. That's my hope for us today, is that we take God's word seriously and we go all in and we follow him above everything else. Love you guys. Let's do this. Like, I, like I'm fired up. I'm excited. I think that we can do this. I believe in my home that we can do this. And I'm going to start here and I'm praying that you'll start with me. Love you all. Let's go. Diversified Systems Resources is a technology company based in Bartlesville, Oklahoma that's been in business for 39 years. Are you looking for a stable employer? clean office environment, fun teammates, and a day that is always new and exciting, then email us your resume today at dsrjobs at dsrglobal.com. DSR, we deliver technology.